This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are about to hear Dracula, a radio play. The script has been adapted by Ema Lyons from the 1927 revision by John L. Balderston of Dracula, a vampire play in three parts. The original script was written by Hamilton Dean in 1924 and was the first authorised adaptation of Bram Stoker's 1897 novel Dracula. The voices are as follows. Gabby Golding is Dr. Seward. Liz Breslin is Abraham Van Helsing. Sophie Welfert is Lucy Westenra. Rosie Collier is Jonathan Harker. Kimberly Buchan is Count Dracula. Ema Lyons is Renfield. And Gretel Newman Segru is Butterworth and Miss Wells the Maid. This production is a collaboration between the Centre for Irish and Scottish Studies, Suitcase Theatre, and Otago Access Radio. Sound design and editing is by Dylan Shields. Music is by Dylan Shields and Alex Campbell Hunt. My dear Van Helsing, I can never repay you for this. Were it only a patient of yours instead of your daughter, Dr. Seward, I would have come. You once rendered me a service. Don't speak of that. You'd have done it for me. Let me give you something to eat. I dined on the boat train. I do not waste time eating when there is work to do. Ah, Van Helsing, you cast the old spell on me. I lean on you before you've been two minutes in my house. You wrote of your daughter's symptoms. Tell me more of the other young lady, the one who died. Poor Mina Weston. She was a girl just Lucy's age. They were inseparable. She was on a visit here when she fell ill. As I wrote you, she just grew weaker. Day by day, she wasted away. But there were no anemic symptoms. Her blood was normal when analysed. You said you performed transfusion. Yes, Sir William Briggs ordered that. While Lucy herself and her fiancé, John Harker, gave their blood as well. So, three transfusions. And the effect? She rallied after each. The colour returned to her cheeks, but the next morning she would be pale and weak again. She complained of bad dreams. Ten days ago we found her in a stupor from which nothing could rouse her. She died. And the other symptoms? None, except those two little marks on the throat that I wrote you about. And which perhaps brought me here so quickly. What were they like? Just two little white dots with red centres. We decided she must have run a safety pin through the skin of her throat, trying in her delirium to fasten a scarf or shawl. Perhaps. And your daughter's symptoms are the same? Precisely. She too speaks of bad dreams. Van Helsing, you've lived in the tropics. May this not be something alien to our medical experience in England? It may indeed, my friend. (laughs) Renfield, how did you... Who is this man? One of my patients. This is gross carelessness. Did you hear us talking? Words, words, words. Come, come, Renfield. You know you mustn't wander about this way. How did you get out of your room? Wouldn't you like to know? How are the flies? Mr Renfield here makes a hobby of eating flies. I'm afraid you eat spiders too sometimes, don't you, Renfield? Will you walk into my parlour, said the spider to the fly? Excuse me, Doctor. You have not introduced me to your friend. Come, come, Renfield. Humour him. Ah, who does not know Van Helsing? Your work, sir, in investigating certain obscure diseases, not altogether unconnected with... Forces and powers that the ignorant herd do not believe exist has won you a position that posterity will recognise. Butterworth, you have let your patient leave his room again. Blimey, sir. I locked the door on him. I've got the key in my pocket now. But this is the second time. 
Only last night you let him escape and he tried to break into Count Dracula's house across the grounds. He didn't get out the door this time, sir. And it's a drop of 30 feet out the windows. He's just a bloomin' eel. Now, you come with me. Renfield, if this happens again, you'll get no more sugar to spread out for your flies. What do I care for flies now? Flies are but poor things. A low form of life. Beneath my notice, I don't care a pin about flies. Oh, don't you? Any more of your tricks, I'll take your new spider away. Oh, no. No. Please, dear Mr. Butterworth, please leave me my spider. He's getting so nice and fat. When he's had another dozen flies, he'll be just right. <laughs> just right. Come, Mr. Renfield, what makes you want to eat flies? The wings of a fly, my dear sir, typify the aerial powers of the psychic faculties. Butterworth, take him away. One moment, my friend, and the spiders. Professor Van Helsing, can you tell me why that one great spider lived for centuries in the tower of the old Spanish church and grew and grew? He never ate. But he drank and he drank. He'll come down and drink the oil of all the church lamps. Butterworth. One moment. Dr. Seward, I want you to send me away. Now. Tonight. In a straight waistcoat. Chain me so I can't escape. This is a sanatorium, not a lunatic asylum. This is no place for me. My cries will disturb Miss Lucy, who is ill. They will give your daughter bad dreams, Dr. Seward. Bad dreams. We will see you about all this in the morning. Why are you so anxious to go? I'll tell you. Not that fool, Seward. He wouldn't understand, but you... Oh, 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 no, oh! I wasn't going to say anything! What was that? It was a bat, gentlemen. Only a bat. Do you know that in some islands of the eastern seas there are bats that hang all night on trees? And when the heat is stifling and sailors sleep on the deck in those harbours, in the morning they are found dead men. White, even as Miss Mina was. What do you know of Miss Mina? Take him to his room. Seward, please. Renfield, why are you so anxious to be moved from here? To save my soul. Yes. Oh, you'll get nothing more out of me than that. And I'm not sure I hadn't rather stay. After all, what is my soul good for? It's not... What am I to receive or at the loss of my soul? What's got him thinking about souls? Have you the souls of those flies and spiders on your conscience? I forbid you to plague me about souls. I don't want their souls. All I want is their life. The blood is the life. So? That's in the Bible. What use are souls to me? I couldn't eat them or, 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 or drink. You know too much to live, Van Helsing. Ha! Ha! I'll go quietly. I warned you to send me away. Dr. Seward, if you don't, you must answer for my soul before the judgment seat of God. <laughs> All right, you. Come on. My friend, you're not hurt? No. My deepest apologies. You'll think my place shockingly managed. What was your herb that excited him so? Wolfsbane. Wolfsbane? One of the eremophytes. Pliny the Elder mentions the plant. It grows only in the wilds of central Russia. It's a form of preventative medicine. Seward, I want you to have that lunatic securely watched. Anything you say, Professor Van Helsing, but it's my Lucy I want you to look after first. I want to keep this man under observation. An interesting maniac, no doubt, but surely you'll see my daughter. 
I must see the records of his case. But, Doctor... Do you think I have forgotten why I am here? Forgive me. Of course I'll show you the records. But I don't understand why you're so curious about Renfield. Because in your vast experience... Lucy, dear, this is my old friend, Professor Van Helsing. Ah, my dear Miss Seward. You don't remember poor old Van Helsing. I knew you when you were a little girl. So high. And now... What charm, what beauty. A little pale, yes. But we will bring the roses back to the cheeks. You were so kind to come, Professor. And this, no doubt, is the fortunate young man you are to marry. Yes, John Harker, Professor. Look here, Professor. I'm not going to get in your way, but if Dr Seward will have me, I'm going to stay here until Lucy gets over this thing. It's absolute hell being away in London, Seward. And of course I can't do any work. Oh, you're most welcome to stay, my boy. Indeed, yes, I should have asked you to stay. I may need you. Now, Lucy, lie back, so. And now, tell me, when did this, this weakness first come upon you? Two nights after poor Mina was buried, I had a bad dream. A bad dream? Tell me about it. I remember hearing dogs barking before I went to sleep. The air seemed oppressive. I left the reading lamp lit by my bed. But when the dream came, there seemed to come a mist in the room. Was the window open? Yes, I always sleep with my window open. The mist seemed so thick. I could just see the lamp by my bed, a tiny spark in the fog, and then I, I saw two red eyes staring at me and a livid white face looking down on me out of the mist. It was horrible, horrible. There, there. Go on, please. Ooh. The next morning, my maid could scarcely wake me. I felt weak and languid. Some part of my life seemed to have gone from me. And there have been other such dreams. Nearly every night since then has come the mist. The red eyes and that awful face. We've tried transfusion twice. Each time she recovered her strength. But then would come another dream. And now I dread the night. I know it seems absurd, Professor, but please, please don't laugh at me. Oh, I'm not likely to laugh. No, no, no. And how long have you had these little marks on your throat? <gasps> Since that first morning. Oh, Lucy, why didn't you tell us? Lucy, you've worn that scarf around your throat. To hide them. Do not press her. Do not excite her. Well? I, I was afraid they might worry you, for I knew, I knew that Mina had them. Quite right, Miss Lucy, quite right. They're nothing. An old Van Helsing will see that these dreams trouble you no more. Count Dracula to see you, Doctor. Ah, good evening, Count. Gentlemen, Miss Seward, how are you? You are looking more yourself this evening. I feel better already, Count, now that Father's old friend has come to help me. Count Dracula, Professor Van Helsing. A most distinguished scientist, whose name we know even in the wilds of Transylvania. But I interrupt the consultation. Not at all, Count. It's good of you to come. I look forward to your visits. They seem to make me better. And so, I arrive to find a rival in the field. You encourage me, Miss Seward, to make them more frequent, as I should like to. I am always glad to see you. Ah, but you have been lonely here. 
and my efforts to amuse you with our old tales will no longer have the same success now that you have Professor Van Helsing with you, and especially now that Mr. Harker is to remain here. How did you know I was going to stay, Count? Can the gallant lover ask such a question? I inferred it, my friend. Ah, oh, quite right. Nothing is going to shift me now until Lucy's fit as a fiddle again. Nothing. Please come as before, Count, won't you? Professor Van Helsing, so you have come from the land of the tulip to cure the nervous prostration of this charming girl. I wish you all the success. Thank you, Count. Do I appear officious, Dr. Seward? I am a lonely man. You are my only neighbors when I am here at Carfax, and your trouble has touched me greatly. Count, I am more grateful for your sympathy than I can say. You, like myself, are a stranger in England, Count. Yes, but I love England and the great London, so different from my own Transylvania, where there are so few people and so little opportunity. Opportunity, Count? For my investigations, Professor. I hope you haven't regretted buying that old ruin across there. Oh, Carfax is not a ruin. The dust was somewhat deep, but we are used to dust in Transylvania. So you plan to remain in England, Count? I think so, my friend. The walls of my castle are broken, and the shadows are many, and I am the last of my race. It's a lonely spot you've chosen, Carfax. And when I hear the dogs howling far and near, I think myself back in my castle Dracula, with its broken battlements. Ah, the dogs howl there when there are wolves around, don't they? They do, my friend. And they howl here as well, although there are no wolves. But you wish to consult the anxious father and the great specialist. May I read a book in the study? I am so anxious to hear what the professor says, and to learn if I can be of any help. By all means, Count. Very kind of Dracula with his damned untimely friendliness. But now what about my daughter? Yes, Professor, what do you think is the matter with Lucy? Your patient. That interesting Renfield does not like the smell of Wolfsbane. But what has that got to do with my Lucy? Perhaps nothing. Professor, is there anything unnatural or occult about this business? Occult? Van Helsing, I'll... Oh, Seward, let me remind you that the superstitions of today are the scientific facts of tomorrow. Science can now transmute the electron, the basis of all matter, into energy, and what is that but the dematerialization of matter? My dear old friend, you can't have filled up your fine old brain with eastern moonshine. Moonshine? Sit down. You have both heard the legends of Central Europe about the werewolf, the vampires. You mean ghosts who suck the blood of the living? If you wish to call them ghosts, I call them the undead. For God's sake, man! Are you suggesting that Mina, and now Lucy? Of course I've read these horrible folk tales of the Middle Ages, Van Helsing. You mean to tell us that vampires actually exist, and, and that Mina and Lucy have been attacked by one? Your English doctors would all laugh at such a theory. Your police, your public would laugh. The strength of the vampire is that people will not believe in him. Is this the help you bring us? Oh, do not despise it. Seward, this case has stumped all of your specialists. Go on, Professor. Vampires are rare. Nature abhors them. The forces of good combine to destroy them. But a few of these creatures have lived on for centuries. What is a vampire? Oh, a vampire, my friend, is dead and yet not dead. It must have blood. During the hours of the day, it must rest in the earth in which it was buried. But during the night, it has the power to prey on the living. 
My friends, you are thinking you will have to put me amongst your patients. Van Helsing, I don't know what to think, but I confess I simply can't follow you. What makes you think that Lucy has been attacked by such a creature? The vampire attacks the throat. He leaves two little wounds, white with red centres. Seward, you wrote me of these two marks on Miss Mina's throat. An accident with a safety pin, you said. So I thought, I suspected, I did not know. But I came on the instant, and what do I find? Those same wounds on Miss Lucy's throat. Another safety pin, Dr Seward. Do you mean to say that you've built up all this nightmare out of a safety pin? It's true I can't make out why she hid those marks from us. Oh, I could tell you that. What? I don't believe it. Of course Lucy's troubles can't be that. I do believe it. This theory accounts for all the facts that nobody has been able to explain. We'll take her away, where this thing can't get at her. She will not want to go. What? If you force her, the shock may be fatal. But why won't she go if we tell her that her life depends on it? Because the victim of the vampire becomes his creature linked to him in life and after death. Professor, this is too much. Lucy become an unclean thing, a demon? Yes, Harker. Now will you help me? Yes, anything. Tell me what to do. It's dangerous work. Our lives are at stake, but so is Miss Lucy's life. So is her soul. We must stamp out this monster. How can we stamp it out? This undead thing lies helpless by day in the earth or tomb in which it was buried. A corpse in a coffin? A corpse if you like, but a living corpse sustained by the blood of the living. If we can find its earth home, a stake driven through the heart destroys the vampire. But this is our task. In such a case, the police, all the powers of society are as helpless as the doctors. What bars or chains can hold a creature who can turn into a wolf or a bat? A wolf? Dr Seward, those dogs howling. I told you they howl that way in Russia when wolves are about. And a bat. Renfield said there was a bat. Well, what of it? Your friend Renfield does not like the smell of wolfsbane. But what in the world has your wolfsbane to do with all of this? A vampire cannot stand the smell of wolfsbane. You suspect that lunatic? I suspect no one and everyone. Tell me, who's this <clears throat> Count Dracula? Dracula? We really know very little of him. When I was in Transylvania, I heard of Castle Dracula. A famous warlord, Dracula, who fought the Turks, lived there centuries ago. I will make inquiries by telegraph. No, but after all, this thing must be English, or at least have died here. His lair must be near enough to his house for him to get back there before sunrise. Oh, my friend, I only have the old beliefs with which to fight this monster that has the strength of 20 men, perhaps the accumulated wisdom and cunning of centuries. This all seems a nightmare, but I'm with you, Professor. And you, Dr Seward? It all seems preposterous to me, but everyone else has failed. The case is in your hands at present. I need allies, not neutrals. Very well, then do what you will. Good. Then bring your daughter here. What are you going to do? To set a trap. Miss Lucy is the bait. Mine! God, you can't do that. There's no other way. No, I forbid this. She's my daughter and I consent. We'll show the professor he's mistaken. You allow it only because you don't believe, and I do believe. My God, Doctor, I've heard that lunatic laugh. Life-eating, you said he was, and you subject Lucy to that I risk. must be master here, or I can do nothing. I must know in what form this thing comes before I can plan how to stamp it out. Bring your daughter here. I beg pardon, sir. Is uh, Dr. Seward here? What do you want with him? Oh, flycatcher's escaped again, sir. Escaped? How? Oh, blimey, out of the window. The door's still locked and I was in the corridor all the while. It's a drop of 30 feet to the stone flagging. 
That loony's a blooming flying squirrel ears. Say nothing to Dr Seward at present. Nothing, do you hear? Now go. Oh, oh! Lucy, you have nothing to fear. I want you to lie down here, my dear. But, Doctor... You trust me, do you not? I want you to lie here for just a little. But I am so frightened. Make your mind passive. Try not to think. Sleep, if you can. I dare not sleep. It is when I sleep. I know, my dear. I know. I am going to cure you with God's help. Oh, but father... You must do as the professor says. Come, Harker. Come, Harker. That creature there above Lucy. God, what was that? Lucy, Lucy, speak to me. Take her to her room, Harker, quickly. The patient is better, I hope. My footfall is not heavy, and your rugs are soft. It's all right, sir, but how did you come in? The door of this room was ajar, so I did not knock. How is Miss Lucy and her nervous prostration? I think she's better, sir. Ah, good. But the strain of Miss Lucy's illness has made you also ill. How did you know, sir? It's only a pain in my head that runs down into the neck. I can remove this pain. I don't understand, sir. Such pains yield readily to suggestion. Uh, excuse me, sir, but if it's hypnotism you mean, I'd rather have the pain. Ah, uh, you think of hypnotism as an ugly waving of arms and many passes. That is not my method. What is given can be taken away. From now on you will have no pain, and you will have no will of your own. Do you hear me? I hear you. When you awake, you will not remember what I say. Dr. Seward ordered you today to sleep with your mistress, every night in the same bed because of her bad dreams. Is it not so? Yes, master. Your mistress is threatened by horror and by death. But I will save her. A man whose will is at cross purposes with mine has come to this house. I will crush him. Receive your orders. You hear me? Yes, master. Hear and obey. From now on, you will carry out any suggestion that reaches you from my brain instantly, without question. When I will you to do a thing, it shall be done. My call will reach you soon. You've not left your mistress alone. Dr. Seward is with her, sir. What's wrong with you, my girl? Mm, nothing, sir. You've just had a severe shock. It's nothing, sir. I... I suddenly felt queer. That's all. I can't remember anything. Mr. Harker has just arrived. Ask Dr. Seward to come here. Remain with Miss Lucy yourself. Yes, sir. 
She's dreadfully upset, sir. Upset over what? It's in the evening paper, sir. About the Amstead aura. Oh, God. She has seen it. Everything just the same. When I leave this house, even for a few hours, I dread what I might find when I come back. And well you may, my friend. God must have sent you here to help us. Without you, there'd be no hope. And this morning, Professor, when you opened your veins to revive Lucy again... It was the least I could do, for my lack of foresight was responsible for this attack. Don't say that. Her maid slept with her, and yet we found the wolfsbane thrown off the bed to the floor. She was so weak, so pale, and the two little wounds opened fresh again. I have prepared a stronger defence, but our main task is not defence, but attack. What have you found in London? A lot, but heaven knows what it means or whether it's any use. I too have had news, of which I can make nothing. Ah, John, back from town. Yes, Seward, we must try to piece together what we have learned today. My colleague in Bucharest wires that the Dracula family has been extinct for 500 years. Can the Count be an imposter? The castle he calls his own is a desolate ruin near the border. It was built, as you said, Harker, by the terrible warlord Dracula, who was said to have had dealings with evil spirits. He was the last of his race. But for many generations, the peasants have believed that Castle Dracula is inhabited by a vampire. Then it must be him. My friends, I am bewildered. I was incredulous until I saw that creature hovering over Lucy. A vampire from Transylvania cannot be in England. But why? Because, as I have told you, the vampire must rest by day in the earth in which the corpse it inhabits was buried. In the earth? The vampire must return to its burial place by sunrise. I found today that Dracula arrived at the Croydon Airdrome in a three-engine German plane on March 6th. March the 6th? Three days before Mina first was taken ill? This plane had made a non-stop flight from Sekely in Transylvania. It left just after sunset, and it arrived two hours before dawn. It carried only the Count and his six packing cases. Did you learn what was in those cases? He told the customs people he wanted to see where the Transylvanian plants would grow in a foreign climate in their native soil. Soil? What was in those boxes? Just plain dirt. He left in a lorry with the six coffin-like boxes before sunrise. Oh, God, yes. Before sunrise. The king of vampires, my friends. This creature is the terrible warlord Dracula himself. In his satanic pride and contempt, he even uses his own title. For who could suspect? For five hundred years... He has been fettered to his castle because he must sleep by day in his graveyard. Five centuries pass, the airplane is invented. His chance has come, for now he can cross Europe in a single night. A great risk, but he has triumphed. He has reached London with its teeming millions, with its opportunity, as he said. God protect my Lucy! I saw the estate agent from whom he bought Carfax here and got the address of four old houses he has leased in different parts of London. One of his coffin retreats is in each of those houses. Two heavy boxes were delivered at Carfax the day after he took possession. He has scattered them for safety. If we can find all six, we can destroy him. But how? His native earth will no longer receive his unclean form if each box is sanctified with holy water. Then we must get at those boxes. Tear them open one by one. If we find him, then in God's name, Professor, I demand that my hand shall drive the stake into this devil's heart and send his soul to hell. Your plan is too dangerous. But why? These attacks on Lucy continue. Are we to delay while my child is dying? No, not for a moment. Patience, my friends. How if we find five of his boxes and close them against him? and cannot find the sixth. Well? Then he will bury himself in his last refuge, where we can never find him, and sleep 
until we are all dead. Well then Lucy will be safe. No. There is only one way to save her from him. To destroy him. You're right, as always. Yes. We have one great advantage. By day he is a coffined corpse. Of our search by day he can know nothing if we leave no traces. But what about the caretakers or servants? All the houses will be empty. The vampire plays a lone hand. <laughs> Renfield! He's been here all the time we've been talking. Did you hear what we were saying, man? Yes, I heard. Something. Nothing. Be guided by what he says. Van Helsing is your only hope. It is Lucy's only hope. It is my only hope. Save my soul, Van Helsing. Save my soul. I am weak. You are strong. I am crazy. You are sane. You are good. And he is evil. I will save you, Rinfield. But you must tell me what you know. Everything. No. What should I know? I don't know anything. You say I'm mad. And Dr. Seward will tell you about that. You mustn't pay any attention to anything I say. We can't waste time with this fellow. I'll have him taken away. The blood is the life, eh, Renfield? What have you to do with Count Dracula? Dracula? <laughs> I've never even heard that name before. You are lying. Mad men, Professor, lack the power to discriminate between truth and falsehood. So I take no offence at what most men would consider an affront. Dr. Seward, send me away. I asked you to before and you wouldn't. If you only knew what has happened since then. I dare not tell you more. I dare not. I should die in torment if I betrayed... Dr. Seward will send you away if you speak. Yes, Renfield. Mm. I, I offer you your soul in exchange for what you know. Oh, God will not damn a poor lunatic soul. God knows the devil is too strong for us who have weak minds. But send me away. I want you to promise, Dr. Seward. If you will speak. Then I will tell you how Dracula is. I told them nothing. I am loyal to you. I am your slave. That crazy thing is in league with the devil. Horrible. And Lucy already upset by something in the paper. Go in and get that paper from her. Whatever it is, she keeps on reading that article again and again. Take it away from her, man, and come back to me. Oh. Don't overdo it, Van Helsing. God knows where we would be if you went under. After a transfusion operation at your age, you really ought to be in bed. The loss of so much blood is serious. I never felt more fit in my life. I only ask you not to overestimate your strength now, when we lean on you. Feeling fit, are you? Just look at yourself in the glass. The devil! Come, not as bad as that. I, I did not hear you, Count. I am often told that I have a light footstep. I was looking in the mirror. Its reflection covers the whole room, but I, I cannot see. <laughs> Forgive me, I, I dislike mirrors. They are the playthings in a man's vanity. How's the fair patient? The diagnosis presents... difficulties? I feared it might, my friend. Would you care to see what I have prescribed for my patient? Anything that you prescribe for Miss Lucy has the greatest interest for me. The prescription is a most unusual one. 
The cut is not deep. I looked. No, but it will serve. Here is my medicine for Miss Lucy. <coughs> you do not care for the smell? You are a wise man, Professor. For one who has not lived even a single lifetime. You flatter me, Count. But not wise enough to return to Holland at once. Now that you have learned what you have learned. I preferred to remain. Even though a certain lunatic here attempted to kill me. Lunatics are difficult. They do not do what they are told. They even try to betray their benefactors. But... When servants fail to obey orders, the master must carry them out for himself. I anticipated as much. In the past five hundred years, Professor, those who have crossed my path have all died. And some not pleasantly. Come here. Ah, your will is strong. Then I must come to you. More medicine, Professor. More effective than Wolfsbane, Count. Indeed. Ah, sacrilege! I have a dispensation. Van Helsing, what was that? A revolver shot. It came as a relief. That, at least, is something human. Who broke the mirror? I. Sorry if I startled you. I saw that infernal bat flying around this side of the house. I couldn't resist a shot. Did you hit it? Why, I like The bullet think... was never made, my friend, that could harm that bat. My weapons are stronger. What do you mean? Dracula has been here. Good God, how did he get in? You ask how the Vampire King, during the hours of the night, the hours that are his, comes and goes. As the wind, my friends. As he pleases, he came to kill me. But I carry a power stronger than his. What power? I expected an attack. I secured a dispensation from the Cardinal. I have with me the Communion host. He came... I proved my case, if it needed proof. The mirror does not reflect this man that was, who cast no shadow. See? I cut my finger. It leapt at the blood. But before the sacred wafer, it fled. Lucy must not know. Miss Lucy knows more than you think. How can she? If she knew, she'd tell me. As these attacks continue, she comes more and more under his power. It may be that he can already learn what passes in her mind. And so Miss Lucy must not be told that we know about Earth boxes. But, Professor, that would mean that Lucy is in collusion with this creature. That's possible. No! No, Miss Lucy, you must not take that newspaper. Lucy, what's in that newspaper that's upset you? Read it, John! No! Harker, no! Read it! <clears throat> the Hampstead Horror. Further attacks on small children committed after dark by a mysterious and beautiful woman in Hampstead are reported today. Narratives of three small girls, all under age of ten, tally in essential details. Each child speaks of a beautiful lady in white who gave her chocolates, enticed her to some secluded corner, and there bit her in the throat. Go on. The wounds are trivial. The children suffered no other harm and do not seem to have been frightened. Indeed, one small girl told her mother that she hoped to see the beautiful lady again. So soon. So soon. You know what has been happening, Lucy? Professor Van Helsing knows too, Lucy. And he knows how to protect you. Is it not too late? No, Miss Lucy, it is not too late. These poor, innocent children... You think Count Dracula? Oh, not that name! You think the werewolf has done this too? Of course, in the form of a woman. Who else could it be? Oh, it is worse. Far worse. Worse? What do you mean? 
Miss Lucy knows. The woman in white is Mina. Mina? But she's dead, Lucy. She has joined the master. Oh, God, have pity on us all. My dear Miss Lucy, I will not ask how you know. After tonight, no more little children will meet the woman in white. She will remain at rest in the tomb where you laid her, and her soul, released from this horror, will be with God. How can you do this? Don't ask me. Professor, if you can save Mina's soul after her death, can you save mine? Oh, Lucy. I will save you. In God's name, I swear it. And he has given me a sign in this room tonight. Then promise me one thing. Whatever you plan to do, whatever you know, do not tell me. Not even if I beg you to tell me, swear that you will not. Now, while I am still yours, while I am still myself, promise it. I promise it, I promise it. No, no, John, you mustn't kiss me. Promise that you never will, not even if I beg you to. I promise. My dear Miss Lucy, from tonight on, one of us will be awake all night here in this room, next to your bedroom with your door open. You are so good. Yes, and I will make the room safe for you. Your maid will be with you. Dr Seward, rub this wolfsbane over the window in the little room there, see? Like this. Rub it around the sashes and especially above the lock. See, Lucy, I have made this wreath that you must wear around your neck tonight. While you wear this, those dreams cannot come to you. Swear to me that you will not take these off. I promise. Swear it on the cross. I swear it. Uh, it's Renfield, sir. He's barred himself in, sir. He's got hold of one of the patients. He had her by the throat. Ah, uh, human blood now. Come, Seward. Come, Harker. I should have sent him away. John? Oh, oh, don't you leave me too. Of course I won't, Miss Lucy. It's nothing but a quarrel amongst the patients. Mr Harker will be back soon. Here, Miss Lucy. The evil-smelling flowers have made you faint. Here, I'll take these off. Ah, oh, it's so close, madam. A little air. I'll just open this window. I thought we had him when we broke into Carfax and found two earth boxes there and then found one box in each of his four other houses and when I pried up the lid on the sixth box I was sure we would find him there helpless. Empty. An empty packing case left as a blind. He only brought six in his plane so there can be only the one left. Only one but hidden where we can never find it. And now we've put him on his guard. Yes. It's not half an hour till sunrise. Poor John has been sitting up with Lucy for nine hours. She'll be safe at dawn and he can get some sleep. If anyone can sleep in this house. Whoever else sleeps or does not sleep, Miss Lucy will sleep at dawn. Another horror? Oh, you've noticed how she keeps awake all night now and sleeps by day. Is that part of the change? Of course. And sometimes the look that comes into her face. Oh, don't, man. 
For God's sakes, I can't bear it. We must face the facts for her sake. How could it have got at her with the wolf's bane and the cross around her neck? Suggestion conveyed from the monster? Yes. He must have impelled the maid to take away the wolf's bane and cross and open the window. I should have foreseen that. Don't blame yourself. The devil's more cunning than we are. <sighs> Yet Lucy seems better. Until this last attack, she's always been exhausted. But at sunset last night, when she woke up after sleeping all day... There was blood in her cheeks again. Yes, thank God. My poor friend, where does that blood come from? What do you suggest now? What fresh horror? Is not half past five in the morning a strange hour for men who aren't crazy to be up and about? Seward, we may get help from this thing that's still half human. Renfield? He's after me! He's going to kill me! Help us, Renfield, and we'll save you. You? You poor puny man. You measure your brains against his. You don't know what you're dealing with. You, a thick-headed Dutchman, and a fool of an alienist, and a young cub of a boy. Why? Not all the soldiers and police in London could stop the master from doing as he likes. But God can stop him. God permits evil. Why does he permit evil if he is good? Tell me that. How did you escape through those iron bars? Madmen have great strength, Doctor. Oh, come, Renfield. We know you didn't wrench those bars apart yourself. No. I didn't. I wanted them there. I hoped they'd keep him out. He did it. Then he called to me and I had to come. The master's angry! He promised me eternal life and life. Things live, things big ones, not flies and spiders and blood. To drink always blood. I must obey him, but I don't want to be like him. I am mad, I know, and bad too, for I've taken lies, but they were only little lies. I'm not like him. I wouldn't take a human life. <laughs> oh, John. And why did I seek to betray him? For you, Lucy. I'd said I'd serve the devil, but I didn't serve him honestly. I don't like women with no blood in them. <laughs> and yet, I warned you and made him angry. And now, perhaps he will kill me. <laughs> I won't get any more live things to eat. There'll be no more blood. <laughs> Lucy, darling, you mustn't mind that poor crazed creature. Oh, I don't. <laughs> He amuses me. Oh, Lucy, how can you? The poor devil. Oh, thank God it will soon be dawn. Dawn, the ebb tide of life. I hate the dawn. How can people like daylight? At night, I am really alive. The night was made to enjoy life and love. Come to me, John. My own John. Uh, Lucy, I'm, I'm so happy that you are better and, and strong again. I've never been so well, so full of vitality. I was only a poor, washed-out, pale creature. I don't know what made you love me, John. There was no reason why you should, but there is now. I worship you. Then tell me something, John. If you love me, you'll tell me. Now, don't turn away from me again. You made me promise that I wouldn't tell you anything. Oh, but I release you from your promise. There now, what were you and father and the funny professor doing all day? I can't tell you, I promise. You say you love me, but you don't trust me. I would trust you with my life, my soul. Then prove it. What were you doing over there in Carfax with the hammer and the horrible iron stake? You don't think I'm asking you because 
Oh, I'm just trying to find out whether you really love me. So you try to hide your schemes and your plots? Afraid I'd give them away, are you? You fools. Whatever he wants to know, he finds out for himself. He knows what you do. He knows what you think. He knows everything. Oh, Lucy, no, no. Oh, my dear, I'm sorry. Let me kiss away the tears. No, no, you mustn't kiss me. You made me promise not to let you kiss me. Well, you don't know why I said that, John, darling. It was because I love you so much. I was afraid of what might happen. You've always thought me cold, but I've blood in my veins. Hot blood, my John. And I knew... If I were to kiss you. But I'm not afraid now. Come, will you make me say it? Lucy, I, I don't understand you. I love you. I want you. Come to me, my darling. I want you. Oh, Lucy, Lucy. Parker, Parker, save yourself. I warned you, my poor friend. Oh, Lucy, thank God. Thank God. Don't come to me, John. I am unclean. My darling, in my eyes, you are purity itself. You love her, and in love there is truth. You said... You said you could save Mina's soul. Mina's soul is in heaven. Tell me how. I entered her tomb. I pried open the coffin. I found her there sleeping, but not dead, not truly dead. There was blood in her cheeks, a drop of blood, like a red ruby on the corner of her mouth. With a stake and a hammer, I struck to the heart. One scream, a convulsion, and then... Then the look of peace that came to her face when, with God's help, I had made her truly dead. If I die, swear to me that you will do this to my body. It shall be done. I swear it. And I. My lover, my father, my dear friend, you have sworn to save my soul. And now I am done with life. I cannot live on to become... What you know? No, no, Miss Lucy. By all you hold sacred, you must not even think of suicide. That would put you in his power forever. I cannot face this horror that I am becoming. We will find this thing that has fouled your life, destroy him and send his soul to burning hell, and it shall be by my hand. You must destroy him if you can. But with pity in your hearts, not rage and vengeance. That poor soul who has done so much evil. He needs our prayers more than any other. No, you cannot ask me to forgive. Perhaps I too will need your prayers and your pity. My dear Miss Lucy, now, while you are yourself, help me. How can I help you? Oh, don't tell me. No, no, you mustn't tell me anything. Each time, the white face, the red eyes came. You were pale, exhausted afterwards. But that last time... Oh, last time he came, he said I was his bride. He would seal me to him for the centuries to come. And then? And then? Oh, no. No, I... I can't tell you, I can't. But you must. You must, Lucy. He scratched open one of his veins. He pressed my mouth down to it. He called it a mystic sacrament. He made me... He made me drink. I can't... I, I can't go on. I warned you, my poor friend. I broke in when I heard the dogs howling. The dogs... Then the werewolf is about. He is pursuing Renfield. God, we must do something. And at once. 
I shall leave Renfield here as I did Miss Lucy. If the thing appears, we three will bar the two doors and the window. <laughs> bar against that? Even against that, for we shall each carry the sacred element. And what then? Then I do not know. It will be terrible, for we do not know his full powers, but this I know. It is eight minutes to sunrise. If we can keep him here till daybreak, he must collapse, and the stake and the hammer are ready. He is here, quickly! No, no! But you must, man, and this may save your soul and your life as well. No, 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 not alone! Don't leave me alone! Renfield? I didn't do it. I said nothing. I am your slave. Your dog. Master, don't kill me. For the love of God, let me live. Punish me. Torture me. I deserve it. But let me live. I can't face God with all the lives on my conscience, all that blood on my hands. Did I not promise you that you should come to me at your death? and enjoy centuries of life and power over the bodies and souls of others? Yes, Master. I want lives. I want blood, but I didn't want human life. You betrayed me. You sought to warn my destined bride against me. Mercy! 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 Don't kill me! Ah! <gasps> My friends, I regret that I was not present to receive your calls at my house. Four minutes till sunrise. Your watch is correct, Professor. Your life in death has reached its end. Its end? Not yet, Professor. I still have more than three minutes to add to my five hundred years. And three minutes from now, you'll be in hell, where a thousand years of agony will not bring you one second nearer the end of your punishment. Silence, Harker. Miss Lucy forbade this. She asked for prayer and for pity. Make your peace with God, man that was. We are not your judges. We know not how this curse may have come upon you. You fools! You think with your wafers, your wolfsbane, you can destroy me? Me, the king of my kind, you shall see. Five of my earth boxes you have polluted. Have you found the sixth? You cannot reach your sixth refuge now. Take your true form as werewolf if you will. Your fangs may rend us but we have each sworn to keep you here for two minutes and a half, when you must collapse and we can make an end. You keep me, fools. Listen and let my words ring in your ears all your lives and torture you on your deathbeds. I go, I go to sleep in my box for a hundred years. You have accomplished that much against me, Van Helsing. But in a century I shall wake and call my bride to my side from her tomb, my Lucy, my queen. I have other brides of old times who await me in their vaults in Transylvania, but I shall set her above them all. Should you escape, we know how to save Lucy's soul, if not her life. Ah, oh, yes, the stake. Yes, but only if she dies by day. I shall see that she dies by night. She shall come to an earth box of mine at her death and await her master. To do to her what you did to my Mina Van Helsing, you must find her body. And that you will not. Then she shall die by day. You will kill her. You lack the courage, you poor rat of flesh and blood. Silence, John. He is doomed. This is his revenge. He hopes to trouble us afterwards. Thirty seconds. I thank you for reminding me of the time. Harker, open the curtains. 
That is the east. The sun will rise beyond the meadow there. The clouds are colouring. Daybreak. A pleasant task you have set yourself, Mr. Hark. Ten seconds. Be ready when he collapses. The sun. The stake, Professor. The stake. Hold him, Doctor. I've got him. Ah, 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 ah. No, he's gone up the chimney as a bat. You heard what he said. God will not permit it. What's to be done now, Van Helsing? We'll trick Renfield into showing us. Dare we leave Renfield on Earth to become the slave when he dies? But he's human. We can't do murder. I'll do it if you won't, Doctor. Go to your office, Seward, and get some painless drug. Oh, 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 oh. They're going to kill me, Master! Save me! I'm coming to you! He has shown us the way. Where does that passage go? I, I never knew there was a passage. Only that devil has the combination. We'll break through somehow. Harker, quick, the hammer. <coughs> Where are you? What is this place? We can't see. You've got the lantern. Oh, sorry. The place smells horribly of bats. It has an animal smell, like the lair of a wolf. That's what it is. Oh, there's absolutely nothing here. Here's another passage. I thought so. That must lead to Carfax. The sixth earth box is hidden somewhere here. And the monster is in it. You can't be sure. Ah! Renfield! Where is he? Over there somewhere. Even if Renfield knew about this place, that doesn't prove the vampire's here. Renfield? It is the vampire's life, or yours. Look at him, man. Look at him. He knows. I know nothing. Let me go. Let me go, I say. Ah, here it is. Quick, that stake. What a horrible undead thing he is lying there. Let me drive it in deep. That's over the heart, Doctor. Yes. See his face now. The look of peace. He is crumbling away. Thank God we're free! Father... Father, dust John, to dust, Lucy. ashes to ashes. Just a word before you go. We hope the memories of myself and Renfield won't give you bad dreams. So, just a word of reassurance. When you get home tonight, and the lights have been turned out, and you are afraid to look behind the curtains, and you dread to see a face appear at the window. Why, just pull yourself together and remember that after all, there are such things. You have been listening to Dracula, a radio play, performed by Suitcase Theatre. This production is a collaboration between the Centre for Irish and Scottish Studies, Suitcase Theatre and Otago Access Radio. A podcast of this performance is available from oar.org.nz. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.